Hello everyone, good day, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Welcome, this is Pastor Philip Beatty from Hartford City Church, located in beautiful downtown Hartford, Connecticut. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. at the Learning Corridor, the Crack Magnet School, located at 15 Vernon Street in Hartford, Connecticut. You can always find us online at hartfordcitychurch.com, as well as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Today we are continuing our series, Going Deeper in James. Today we're going to be looking at James chapter 4 verses 13 through 17 about not boasting about tomorrow and remembering that life is but a wisp of fog. So let's dive right into the text today. I'm going to be reading first from the New International Version, James 4, 13 through 17, and then from the Message Version of the Bible. Hear the word of the Lord. Boasting about tomorrow. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. And all such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. And the same passage again from the message version of the Bible. Nothing but a wisp of fog. And now I have a word for you who brashly announced, Today, at the latest tomorrow, we're off to such and such a city for the year. We're going to start a business and make a lot of money. You don't even know the first thing about tomorrow. You're nothing but a wisp of fog, catching a brief bit of sun before disappearing. Instead, make it a habit to say, If the master wills it and we're still alive, we'll do this or that. As it is, you are full of your grandiose selves. All such vaunting self-importance is evil. In fact, if you know the right thing to do and don't do it, that, for you, is evil. So James is reminding us all, when it comes to boasting about our plans and what we're going to do and what we're not going to do, that our life is a wisp of fog. This passage reminds us of the brevity of life and the eternal nature of God. This earth, our current bodies, they will not last forever, but God will. The phrase, our life is a mist or a wisp of fog, is an intentional reference to the wisdom book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes contains the famous opening phrase, vanity of vanities, all is vanity, or meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. The Hebrew word used here is actually Hevel, and it has been translated in a wide variety of ways in different biblical translations, but the two main ways are the ones I mentioned above. The NIV says meaningless. Everything is meaningless. And that translation makes it difficult to understand what the writer of Ecclesiastes is trying to say and why even such a philosophy would be in the Bible, right? Many other translations, including the old King James, say vanity of vanities. All is vanity. But that word is a bit hard to understand in the context of what's being said. And in the context of our life, does it just mean that we shouldn't have pride or look at ourselves in the mirror all day long? I'm not sure exactly what that means. How do we get inside the meaning of this Hebrew word and what is being said? Well, the message translation probably puts it the best when it says, Smoke. All of life is smoke. Because the literal meaning of the word hevel in Hebrew is vapor or mist, kind of that mist that appears in the morning off the grass and then burns away with the sun. I think that is the correct translation of the word, and James appears to confirm this in the passage we read today. 
both the writer of Ecclesiastes and James are not saying that life has no meaning, that it's void of any redemptive value, but rather that life is short and the wise will remember this basic fact. Again, it's like the mist rising off the grass in the morning and then it's gone and when the sun is high in the sky. Or if you've ever lived on the west coast as I have, there's a fog that is often there in the morning at the beach and it doesn't mean the day's ruined. It doesn't mean you can't go to the beach. You simply need to wait because it will quote unquote burn off usually by noon and then the sun comes out again. So it's as if that fog that's settling there in the morning that seems so thick and heavy it's as if it vanishes into thin air halfway through the day. What the wisdom writers are trying to give us is a proper perspective of life that realizes that God is eternal and this earth that he's created is not. We so often act in the opposite way though, like we're going to go on forever, like our mortal bodies are going to live forever and we fight to hang on to this life, but we know that we can't and we do everything we can to keep our bodies going. But friends, we know that our bodies cannot last forever no matter what we're going through. And maybe some of you are going with struggles with your physical health right now. You know, know that, that God will heal you and sustain you for exactly as long as you're supposed to live. But even if I get to be 90 or 100 years old, what's that compared to 1,000 or 2,000 years or 10,000 years or 50,000 years or a million years with Jesus Christ in eternity? You see, when we die in this world, it's as if we're seeds being buried in the ground because God is going to raise us up with new bodies, eternal bodies, that will last forever. So we can't hang too tightly to this life. This life does have importance, but remember, it's like a mist. It's like a vapor. It doesn't last forever. The Bible reminds us that what is perishable cannot inherit the imperishable, meaning our, our bodies are not made for eternity with God. So therefore, what is sown perishable, meaning our bodies, will be raised imperishable according to the word of God so that we may live in the power and glory of Jesus Christ. So what are some practical implications if we want to be wise, as James encourages us to be, of remembering that our lives here on this earth are wisps of fog? Well, I think of a few things. Number one, don't get too discouraged. Definitely, whatever you do, work hard, work well, for you'll be planting seeds of the kingdom of God wherever you go. But don't lose heart and don't get frustrated when you don't see things happen right away. And also don't get frustrated when things just seem like they might never come to fruition because this world will pass away. So even the things that we accomplish on this earth, they're not necessarily going to last forever. But we need to rather work for things that are eternal. And so the things that are not eternal, don't let them take up too much space in your heart and your mind. But rather, think about the things that are eternal and hold on to them with all your faith. Second observation, don't get too full of yourself. James says, don't boast about your plans and what you're going to do and, and really just be arrogant. He said, that's wrong. Everything that we build and accomplish, we must recognize will one day return to the dust. Don't think that you're the most important person in what you do. James says that we shouldn't be confident because we shouldn't be overconfident, rather, because tomorrow's not guaranteed for anyone. If by God's grace we get another day, then let's rejoice and live that day for God with the power of His grace, humbled by His gift of life, and in constant remembrance that God has made us, made this world, made all of our life, made the time and space that we live in, and He has declared that one day it will pass away. So again, this doesn't mean that life is meaningless or has no value. So I think that in light of this, we should enjoy life. Ecclesiastes talks about it. 
James talks about it. Jesus talks about it. We should seize the day, as the old phrase says, and embrace the moment and enjoy life. But always remembering and acknowledging God and submitting to his good and perfect and pleasing will for our lives. You know how when you eat a really fresh piece of pineapple, uh, usually from a country that's further south than us, I've had some of the best pineapple I've ever tasted in El Salvador. Oh, it was so sweet. It was so delicious. And I apologize if you don't like pineapple. Just think of your favorite fruit when it is ripe and in season and just almost absolutely perfect. And you know how good and sweet it tastes. And when you have that fruit, when I have that pineapple, uh, I don't want to fret and worry saying, oh no, this pineapple won't last. I won't be able to eat it forever. You know, I, I don't let the fact that it's not going to last forever keep me from enjoying it in the moment, if that makes sense. So, you, you know, I savor it. I, I let it fill me. I, 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 but I realize that, that it is short. It, it won't last forever. And I give thanks for God for that gift. I enjoy the moment. And I want, believe that God wants us to enjoy the moments of goodness in our lives because God has given them to us. He wants us to enjoy them but not hold on to them too tightly. Okay? And then finally, endure the pain. We know that James's whole book is about persevering under pressure. And again, the truth of the brevity of life can help us through the tough times. The old phrase, this too shall pass, is more true than ever. Nothing of this world that comes from the curse of sin will last forever. So one day death will be gone, pain will be gone, sadness and sorrow will be gone. Uh, everything that we experience that's difficult or what we would call evil in this life will not last forever. One day we will be free of all of that and we will be forever with Jesus in a new eternal reality and then our mindset can truly shift. So again, life is short. Life is like a wisp of fog. Uh, God has given us this life, even though it's short, and God offers us eternal life that if we trust in him, we will live forever. So again, how do we live out the wisdom of the proper perspective that, that we, our lives here on earth, these bodies, this earth is not eternal, but God is? Number one, don't get too discouraged. Uh, continue to work hard and to trust God. Don't get too full of yourself. Don't be arrogant or boastful, but realize that God allows you whatever's going to happen. Enjoy life just because it's not going to last. Don't take times. Don't forget to enjoy the times that God gives you. And then finally, endure the pain because the pain will not last as ever, will not last forever. Uh, so the good things of this life will not last forever and the pain will not last forever. Uh, we just need to reflect on these to get a proper perspective on life. Because life is short and we don't know when our time will come, I want to close this podcast by reminding everyone who's listening that today is the day of salvation. That if you want to have eternal life, if you want your body to be raised up into that new body that Jesus Christ offers, if you want to someday, uh, when you're free of this temporary finite life, receive and live in the fullness of eternal life with Jesus Christ, then you need to give your life to him. You need to trust him for salvation, receive his forgiveness, receive the Holy Spirit, and he will give you eternal life. We talk about it a lot at Hartford City Church. We say that the way to salvation is to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died on the cross for your sins, and he rose again to give you eternal life. And if you believe that, and you receive God's forgiveness, and you invite him into your life, he will fill you with his Holy Spirit as a deposit that his presence, his eternal presence, is with you even now. And then when you die, you will be with Jesus Christ forever and ever in glory. And I encourage you to pray that prayer, especially if you've never prayed it for the first time, to pray that prayer today. And if you have prayed that prayer, I encourage you to reaffirm those prayers like a vow 
every day of your life. For if we remembered that every day of our life, I think it would give us this proper, proper, humble and trusting and grateful perspective that James is talking about. God bless you, and I hope to see you all soon at Hartford City Church.